Hello, Masters in the Making. I'm your host, Mike Miller, and I want to welcome you to Simple Self Mastery. Simple Self Mastery is a self-help podcast dedicated to giving the best in health, wealth, love, happiness, and a little peace of mind. I'm excited and honored to introduce our guest today, Gina Ryan. Gina is the host and coach at the popular Anxiety Coaches podcast. Having cleared her anxiety over 15 years ago, she now coaches thousands of people around the world to clear their anxiety panic for life. Hi, Gina. Welcome to the show. Hi, Mike. Oh, I'm so thrilled to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Now, we gave you a little intro, but is there anything you want to add to spice that up a little bit? <laughs> spice it up. Yeah, well, it's already a pretty spicy subject being that most people are trying to tone it down a little bit. Um, you know, I deal with uh, the amazing people who are struggling through being stuck in the anxiety panic loop. And the Anxiety Coaches podcast is just a five, uh, uh, I'm sorry, it is a twice a week podcast. I was thinking of your podcast, Mike, which is going to be five days a week. I'm so impressed. <laughs> Thank um, you. So ours is twice a week. And uh, we're, I just giving out what worked for me and what has worked for the hundreds of people that I've worked with and the thousands of people that I have heard from from the podcast. So it's a, it's quite a great adventure. And I know that this is the kind of thing you're working on. This is simple self-mastery. Absolutely. And I think so many people um, experience this in their day-to-day lives, this anxiety and all these overwhelming kind of feelings and I'm so glad we can talk about that today. Um, and so let me ask you, within your coaching, what is your current area of expertise? Like, what do you focus on specifically? I focus on helping people find their inner peace and calm, which is already there. It hasn't disappeared, but they have forgotten the way to get there again. So a lot of people dealing with anxiety panic deal with the medical side of things because it is a diagnosable mental illness to some people. I don't look at it that way. My area of expertise is to help people find their way back. Their lives have gotten so busy, so overcomplicated that they're stress response is where they are living their lives from. And I just help them find their way back to their inner peace and calm yet again. Absolutely. And I'm so glad you mentioned that, like kind of living in a more empowering kind of emotion rather than the so such a disempowering emotions that we tend to fall in in our busy, hectic schedules. Um, so let me, let me ask you this. So everyone starts somewhere, you know, before the success, before the failure, for you, what was your ordinary world like before you kind of discovered um, a way out of um, your anxiety? I know you said you've been 15 years, so that's that's awesome. Yeah, 15. Yeah, I'm probably closer to 20 now. But and well, it was um, looks good on the outside, like most of the people that I deal with or that listen to the podcast. They look great on the outside, but there is this inner struggle of of not being able to take care of these emotions that come up and the feelings that come up with all of the things that life throws at us. Life never is going to stop sending us um, anxious situations. And so I had the same kind everybody else does. We all have our own uh, flavor of it. But I was taking everything 
uh, to be like a life-threatening event. And that's what people who are stuck in the anxiety panic loop are feeling. I had that feeling of everything that happened was a big deal. It needed to be solved right away. I had to be the one to solve it, and I had to make sure I was staying in control. And that's a really reactive way of living. It's not one of empowerment, and it's not one of responding to life at all. It is simply reacting. So that's what my life looks like, one reaction after another. Sure, you know, and it's it's so important. Masters in the making, masters in the making, listening, is that you know these things that happen externally are are out of our control sometimes, and we have to kind of learn how to cultivate our inner world and our inner life so that we can react more uh, from a place of empowerment. Um, yes, exactly. And I think that's it's interesting you mentioned that because. I often felt overwhelmed and had a similar experience with anxiety myself. And it's only when I realized that, you know, these emotions I was feeling were okay if I acknowledged them and took the right steps towards addressing them. Um, Yes. Yes. The emotions are fine. The feelings are fine. Even feelings of sadness and dread. And, but we need to know what is that asking me to do, not just responding like that and and coming up with our fight or flight response, which is uh, what happens when we become overloaded, overwhelmed, and oversensitized. Absolutely. Now, you know, so when we're feeling that way, that when we're feeling that overwhelm in the moment and we want to react and we want to kind of lose control in a sense, how do we kind of bring ourselves back? Like what are some tips you can give to keep ourselves grounded? Sure. Um, Well, sometimes I want to give everybody permission to know that you sometimes you just lose it. Sometimes you just get angry. You fly off the handle. Sometimes you just get depressed and sometimes you just get anxious. It's okay. But once you have the realization that you're there, that's called awareness. And that's when you have a choice. You can say, I can continue with this anger or this sadness or this anxious feeling, or I can slow everything down and make another choice. So how do we do that? The best place to start is with your breath. And I know people always say when somebody's anxious, oh, just take a couple breaths. But there's a certain way to do it. And I'll just share that with you guys right now is just to relax your belly. Um, Most of the time we're walking around trying to look a few pounds thinner and everybody's holding their belly in. Um, But when we can relax our belly, our diaphragm can flatten out with our inhale. And that actually stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest. And we can't have our fight or flight and our rest and digest going on at the same time. So what it does is it sends a signal of everything's okay. You, the body and mind can calm down now. So just that act of letting your breath go a little deeper. You don't need to manipulate it. You don't need to count numbers, but just let it go a little bit deeper and let your exhale go a little bit slower. And that act of deeper and slower sends the message that everything's okay. We have nothing to fight or flight about. So masters in the making, I think this is a great thing to keep in mind is when you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed and you, you, you feel out of control, you just remember to breathe, 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 breathe. It'll help you stay grounded and help 
relax that flight or fight as Gina is saying and so just keep that in mind so Gina I want to transition now um, yeah. and onto, onto a little bit about you, more about your journey um, sure. on your path to discovery inevitably you know on everybody's path we run into failure um, or we could also call that our, our innermost cave so for you what was the biggest the one biggest failure on your journey towards clearing your anxiety Oh, okay. Well, I think, I don't know if it was a failure, uh, because I kind of look at those things as like, well, I learned something out of it, so it served me somehow. But I think it was in thinking that I had to do this all alone, that this was my innermost secret, and I was struggling on this alone, that nobody would understand me. And so I think that's what kept me in the loop many years longer than I needed to be there. Because once I was able to open up and share, and you can do that uh, nowadays, it's very easy because people are talking about anxiety. I was dealing with this back in the 70s and the 80s. And um, you can now talk to a therapist, you can talk to someone in your church, you can talk to a coach. You can talk to your, um, you know, your physical uh, coach. You right, know what I right, mean? If exactly. somebody's coaching you to get back in shape, they are often very well also trained in being able to listen to people and be able to help you. Just open your heart up and be willing to share what's going on with you, even if it's just with your mate or a close friend. Awesome. Reach out. There's always someone there who can help and provide some sort of guidance. And that's such an important thing for us to keep in mind as we face our struggles throughout life. Um, thank you for sharing that. Um, so yeah. now from that experience, from that challenge, when you realized, you know, you thought there was no one else around, you know, what was what was the one greatest lesson you learned from that failure? Was it just that people were nearby to hear you or what for you was that elixir? What was that thing that took you out of that mentality? <laughs> Yeah, I actually took the path of um, self-discovery. So I actually opened up and started going to places like Omega Institute, which is in New York. um, And I started going to weekend workshops. I started really reaching out to learn more about myself but I was doing it in more of a community-based way. So I was talking to other people that were on the same kind of journey. And although we had different issues and different things going on, that uh, fact that I was able to open up in so many different milieus that really, really made me see that was my medicine. You know, that was my ability. I had nothing, because when we hold stuff inside ourselves, Mike, you know, then we have the extra burden. It's not bad enough that I'm anxious and I'm stuck inside my head and I'm afraid of everything that's around me. But then I also have the the extra burden of keeping it quiet, keeping it to myself. So uh, once I relieved myself of that need to keep it inside, and uh, like I didn't go through therapy. I didn't take that route. I took the route of self-discovery and I was reading and that was uh, something I was doing by myself. And so what I needed to do was to open it up more. And it was when I started going on uh, weekend retreats and going to conferences and joining groups where I could actually talk about what was going on with me. It was total medicine for me. Awesome. And you know, that's, it reminds me of kind of my own journey where it's like, 
but you're saying self-discovery, which is such an important factor. But also, you know, with that opening up is like kind of cultivating a relationship with yourself that may not have been there before. Right. That's so important, a message. And I think our masters in the making listening should take heed to this is cultivating your relationship with yourself and opening yourself up to others is ultimately what's going to help you succeed and help you create more relationships and more empowering emotions that you may not have felt before. That's and awesome. and I, w- I want to interject here just yeah. for a second, Mike, Absolutely. in that, because uh, there are some introverts that are listening to that saying, oh, no, but not me. Like, I need yeah. my cave time. And so I want to say I am very far on the introverted uh, side of that continuum. I am very much an introvert, but it was what was needed for me to open up and discover more about myself was in the sharing with other people. So I still needed a lot of downtime. I still needed a lot of my own journaling time, but it was um, definitely a piece of coming out was very important. So I don't want the introverts to get scared off. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. Everyone here is welcome. And just speaking a little bit about that on that topic of introverts versus extroverts, in terms of introvertedness, that's even a word, um, is I know that introverts, you know, as as an introvert myself, it's like we have to recharge our batteries and that can oftentimes lead to overwhelm if we don't if we had that overwhelming social stimulus. Um, Is there any kind of tips you have for kind of calming that? You know, I know you mentioned breathing before, but especially as an introvert, what can the introverts do differently to help calm their anxiety? Yeah, great. Uh, Because a lot of it comes from being overstimulated. You know, if you're introverted and you're out and about or you're, you know, your job itself may just exhaust you. And so you get home and you just, you just don't have any more capacity to to be outward anymore. So it doesn't always take a lot, but you need to take it when you need it. So being able to have some downtime, I have clients that I have take a little detour on their way home in the car, because once they get home, they switch hats from busy business person to busy family person. So I have them take a little detour and stop at a park or even a grocery store parking lot, wherever it is, because you have the the cave of your car and you can just be for five or 10 minutes and you, you don't need to do anything formal like a meditation, although that would be helpful, but you may want to listen to some music. You may want to write in your journal. You may want to just sit and stare out the window. The introvert knows exactly what I'm talking about. But taking those little bits of time when you need them can really help you not to need, you know, a full week vacation because you're burned out. Um, so just sure. take taking that little, uh, little vacation uh, in the car, 10 minutes, when you are transitioning from one event to another, take some time for yourself. Take some time for yourself. Um, Masters in the making is such an important thing to remember is oftentimes during that overstimulation and all those environmental kind of things that come up, it's always important to take some time for yourself and bring yourself back to your groundedness. So Gina, where focus goes, energy flows. Right now for you, where is your energy going right now? Well, I'm really excited because, um, 
you know, I've been around the planet for quite a long time. And one of the things that I'm finding much of my joy in right now is my work. Um, since I started the podcast and have really done a lot of focusing uh, on the business piece, I'm enjoying different, uh, coming up with different modalities. And right now I'm focused on my I'm doing group coaching and I have a couple different levels of that. And I find that because the one-on-one is more of that, just you and who's helping you that, like I said earlier, my medicine was coming out of myself and being more in a community. And so I am finding that the group coaching is just blossoming because other people needed that very same medicine. So that's where I'm focusing right now on kind of businessy stuff and how do I make all this work. And uh, it's very exciting because all my work now is uh, on the internet and computer-based, whereas I used to be in all in person. So everything changes, but it's quite exciting. Absolutely. And we're excited to uh, hopefully join you on that journey. Um, now I want to shift a little bit here, Gina, and we're, we're approaching home plate. We're approaching the end of our time together, but I want to ask you, are you ready for the moment of mastery where you get to share tips, resources, and insights directly to our listeners? Oh, sure. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. So Gina, what is one daily habit that contributes to your personal success? Well, personal and, uh, business, I would say all of my success is because of a daily practice called meditation. And I know it's kind of a buzzword these days, but it, uh, it's been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And all it is, is taking that space for oneself. I think everybody needs to do it. And if you are uncomfortable being with your own mind for long periods of time, such as what people call meditation, you can start with five minutes. And if five minutes is uncomfortable, you start with one minute. But what you do is you make a commitment to yourself that one minute a day, at least, I will sit and simply be with my mind. And so I think that's a huge piece of what has helped me be able to, you know, take what life has thrown at me. You know, life has a lot of curveballs that come. And so I think it is the meditation that has given me the the inner perspective to know that I can keep going. So I would suggest that for everyone. So meditation is first and then something physical, whether you choose to do something, you know, that depends on what kind of person you are and what kind of constitution you have, maybe running, it may be working out at the gym, it may be Tai Chi, it may be yoga, it may be just calisthenics, but what find sure. something that makes your uh, blood flow and, and gets you engaged in your own physical body. Fantastic. Now, with that, what is one simple mindset shift that our listeners can take, can apply to how they think about anxiety and mental health? Oh, great question, Mike. I really appreciate you asking that because people I have noticed over the last um, 10 years have really begun to focus on anxiety or anxiety panic and OCD even, and some of these other, uh, quote, mental illnesses as like diseases and things that they are going to have to live with for the rest of their life and that they are broken and they need all kinds of props to help them. Now, 
the mind shift that needs to be made is that you don't have to look at it that way. I have helped so many people just through the podcast, not even people that I have worked with one-on-one or in a group, just through the podcast, they write and say that just realizing that they didn't have to live with this for the rest of their life helped them to make progress. So much of what we are living with comes from our mind, comes from our opinions and our doubts. So once you can see that somebody else was able to do something, such as with anxiety, just knowing that I was able, I was in a really rough place for many, many years, and I was able to shift it. And I don't have to live with that anymore. And I haven't had to live with it for many years that if I can do that, you can do that too. And so I was grateful that I went through it long before they were calling it a mental illness. Um, Absolutely. I want to give you the hope, keeping that hope and faith alive that if somebody else could do this, you can do it too. Masters in the making, there is a way out. Stay hopeful. There's resources, people to talk to. There's always someone willing to help. Now, Gina, what is one simple action now that our listeners can take right now, wherever they are, to jumpstart their success and help alleviate their anxiety. Okay. So one thing you can do right now is to take a pause. So you don't have, no one has to know you're doing this. You can do it while you're driving, whatever. Take a pause, a mental pause, push the pause button, whatever you were thinking, just push pause. Let, I like to look at it as the, the glitter in the snow globe. When you have anxiety panic, it's like someone is constantly shaking that snow globe. If you push pause, you're just going to put the snow globe on the table and let the glitter settle so you can see clearly. Just push pause. That's all you need push to do. Push pause. Yep. Fantastic. And uh, were we going to add to that? You, I think you were going to elaborate. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, I was just going to say, and then you can do it again and again and again throughout the day. It's just something you can do over and over again. Fantastic. And Gina, now... What is the best advice you have ever received? Hmm. I think the best advice I ever received was to let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let yeah. It. Whatever it is. Sure. Just let it be. And what is one book that you can recommend to our listeners and why? I think a great book for your listeners, Mike, would be Full Catastrophe Living by John Kabat-Zinn, and he has been around forever. This is a classic, and he brought mindfulness to um, the University of Massachusetts and was dealing with people originally who were in pain, and no, no one could help them. The drugs, the surgeries, none of that was working. So he used mindfulness way back in the day, uh, to help these people with pain. Now, this book goes through stress, anxiety, pain. It brings in the yoga. It brings in the mindful pieces. It's a wonderful explanation about how our mind works and why it's going in the direction it is. So I highly suggest that to your listeners. And I'm going to check that book out. I love reading on the subject, and that's something we'll have to to add to the wish list for sure. 
Um, and finally, Gina, where is the best place our listeners can go to learn more about you and what you do? Well, they can visit me. I appreciate you asking that because I'd love to have people learn more if they are stuck in this anxiety cycle. Uh, go to the anxietycoachespodcast.com and there's resources on there. All the podcasts are on there. There's a link for, or there's a page for a body scan, which you can download a little 10 minute uh, meditation that's guided. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would love to have people stop over and um, learn a little bit more about what's really going on with them and how they can relieve the suffering. And that is the anxiety coaches podcast.com. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you, Gina. Masters in the making, go check out simpleselfmastery.com and type in Gina in the search. It'll shoot you over to the show notes page of today's podcast for links, resources, timestamps, and overview of what Gina and I discussed today. Gina, I want to thank you for sharing your time and your journey with all of us here at Simple Self Mastery. You mastered the mic and shared a ton of value today. Thank you, and we'll catch you later. Thanks for having me, Mike. Aloha. If you enjoyed today's episode of Simple Self Mastery, please show your support by subscribing, leave a five-star rating, and a review. It is my honor and privilege to provide you with high-value, free content five days a week, and I'd be humbled by your support. Keep learning, keep listening, and keep working towards your own personal self-mastery. Thanks, and we'll catch you later.